0: And the clever people know real estate. Serving the upstate as the top team of your local Berkshire Hathaway C. Dan Joyner office. The clever people have a proven track record of selling homes faster and for more money than their competitors. Built on a philosophy of putting people over profit, the clever people know how to protect you and your investment. Call 864-940-3777 to put them to the test. Go Tigers!
1: Big days start small with Chick-fil-A chicken minis. Chicken nuggets nestled in warm, mouth-watering mini yeast rolls and lightly coated with a honey butter spread available at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. in 4, 6, and 10-count minis. For a limited time, you can get the 10-count mini all day only available at the Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Perfect for afternoon snacks. Tell them Kelly sent you to make sure it's all day at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca only for a 10-count mini.
2: Hey guys, if she wanted an engagement truck, you'd be all over it, or a shotgun, or a Yeti cooler. But a diamond? Why in the world does it need to be a diamond? What does it do for anyone? Well, for her, it does quite a bit. It's a daily reminder of the fact that you see and respect the real her, that she's more to you than just another girl. It's a symbol of trust and caring, of a belief that the two of you are meant for each other. Diamonds are the chosen symbol because they last forever. It's the only thing you can give to her that she can wear every day, and it will still look as good in 50 years as it did the day you gave it to her. So if it's that time for you to show someone special how much she means to you, I'd like to invite you to Scores, Jewels, and Anderson. At Scores, our goal is simply to offer guidance and expertise to help you find the right diamond and the right ring. What we won't offer is pressure. We believe strongly in taking care of people and making friends, because friends come back and we'd like to see you again. Our new building isn't quite ready yet, so you can still find us between Old Navy and Pier 1 in Anderson or online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com. I'm William Nichols, and I want to be your jeweler. Make your next corporate party or team building event one to remember with Local Q. Featuring a wide-ranging menu of mouth-watering, in-house smoked barbecue, signature craft cocktails, 25 rotating drafts and hundreds of classic games to play. Local Q is the place to break the ice with co-workers, friends, and family. We'll craft you the perfect menu featuring all
0: the Local Q favorites, whether for 50 people or 250. Local Q has the
2: room for you. Reserve your venue today by visiting localq.com.
0: It's the Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The Roar. Let's take it from the top.
1: Clemson finished the season in basketball ranked higher than Kentucky. What a time. But I love seeing people achieving their dreams, okay? And just because he was so excited to achieve his dream, he brought a life-size picture of Grandma up on the stage. This idea, the comparison with Deshaun and Lamar Jackson, has Deshaun Watson kind of paved the way and created more confidence for NFL GMs in a guy like Lamar Jackson, even though I still believe they're very different quarterbacks. We'll see. He has a mullet. That's the most American thing in the world. First of all, what? You should never tweet these sentences. Good grief. But anyway, I sound like such an old lady. You made it into one shining moment. That, that's a big deal, okay? That's 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 the dream. All righty,
0: and we are live. And now, Kelly
2: Gramlich.
1: Good morning, and welcome into the first ever. Kelly Gramlich show. What an intro. That intro was incredible. Shout out to Donna Harrison here at WCCP who put that together. Some of those quotes, (laughs) I found some of those quotes and listening to them back, I'm not quite sure how funny they are, but I think they work to kind of intro into the first ever show, into my first ever solo show. Um, if you're listening out there on WCCP, on the terrestrial radio, I really appreciate that. If you're listening online, WCCPFM.com, you can stream it there as well. We'll be with you for an hour this morning and every Saturday morning this summer through May, June, July. You can tune in every Saturday morning and hear... The Kelly Grammick Show. So stay with us today till 11 a.m. You can get in on the text line. We'd love to hear from you today. 864-986-1566. Of course, phone lines always open, always open here at WCCP 654-7627. That's 654 Roar. If you want to call, I I would love to hear from you. We only have an hour, so maybe some short, concise points. That would be great. Um, But would love to hear from our callers as always. And I appreciate you listening for sure. Again, you can stream it online as well. Find us on Twitter at 105.5 The Roar at Kelly Gramlich. I have a poll up today for the first ever KG show as I am hashtagging it on Twitter, the Kelly Gramlich show. We're going to get to that poll throughout the day. If you want to go vote now, please do. Uh, You can find it on Twitter at Kelly Gramlich. The poll, how many teams from last year's college football playoff will appear in this year's playoff. We're going to discuss that today. We're going to dive into some college football in this first segment. Uh, your your choices there are zero, one, two, or 3. And so we'll get to that throughout the day. We're going to look at some, some trends in college football to kind of inform our opinion on that. Right now, 75% of the voters, we have nearly 300 votes, so please go vote. I want to get as many votes as possible so we can get a good sample size there. But 75% of voters say two teams. And I have a hunch that the majority of our listeners are thinking that's going to be Clemson and Alabama, maybe some Georgia, maybe some Georgia votes in there. 22% of voters say three teams, which I would assume means Clemson, Georgia and Bama. I would have put four on here, but they only give you four options on the poll. And I think a lot of people, most people assume Oklahoma might not make it back because they lose Baker Mayfield we'll get into that as well. Uh but if you're tuning in for the first time and you you tune your radio on Saturday and you're thinking who is this? Who is this person? Uh my name is Kelly Graham like like I said. I'm on Out of Bounds every day. Every day uh during the week with William Quackenbush and we're doing uh, my own show. We're doing my own show on Saturday. So again, please tune in. Um shout out to Quack for just being awesome throughout this whole process and being super supportive. And of course, our upper management here at WCCP, Deborah Jones, who is just the best boss anybody can ask for who gave me this opportunity as well as Ben Milstead. And then I mentioned Donna earlier who made this awesome open in these rejoins and Lee Harper as well. Really appreciate their hard work. And then John Height, who's over there running the board for me today. Appreciate John being here. And the legend Ramona Ellison is here keeping an eye on John on his first board running. Really appreciate them sacrificing some of their Saturday to be here with us today. Before we dive into some college football, The Kelly Grammock Show is brought to you by Engineered Sleep. Engineered Sleep stepped up. They wanted to be the title sponsor of this show, and I appreciate them so much for that. Uh, they know the best way to get a good night's sleep is to have a bed that is made just for you. They can customize a mattress to your specific needs right here in the upstate, right here in Greenville in their warehouse. Uh, they've thrived during their time in the upstate for two main reasons trust and quality. Visit their website today, engineeredsleep.com, to learn more about their process, see their many deals. Also, give them a call, 864 Talk with a personal shopper that can help you figure out what type of mattress you need they make their beds in-house i've seen their warehouse it's unbelievable they have um, people in there cutting sewing packaging getting the mattresses ready to be shipped and it's done all right here in the upstate and they have a great deal for our listeners today if you visit engineered sleep And mention my name, Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, very easy. You'll receive 10% off your purchase of any mattress. That is a great deal. So give them a call again, 864-244-0898. And they're open on Saturdays, open till 4 p.m. today. So go see them on Congaree Road in Greenville. And today's Saturday. It's a busy day in the sports world. Of course, it's Cinco de Mayo, which is a fun day for everybody, right? But it's also Kentucky Derby Day. And we'll discuss the derby in our last segment today. In the final segment of of this hour, we'll talk about the Kentucky Derby and, and break that down a little bit. There's a really fun fact about the derby that makes this derby very unique And we'll get to that in the final segment. And I'm also very excited that Gabe DeVoe is going to join us in our middle segment here on the Kelly Gramlich Show, the first ever edition. Gabe was the first interview I did for this show. And I, again, just super appreciate him taking time out of his schedule to talk to me. That's going to come up in our second segment. We talk about... Just everything, his career, his four years here at Clemson, the NCAA tournament run, the season the guys had, making the Sweet 16. He's a great interview. I think he was a freshman when I was a senior. So he's a young buck, but we've known each other for a while. And just to see his evolution, his growth as a a Clemson basketball player, really impressive. I think you're going to enjoy that interview in our next segment. So we'll get to that in a moment. But with this show, every Saturday, this summer, I know, I know where my bread is buttered here. I mean, we're in Clemson, South Carolina. We want to talk some football. And my goal is to talk football every single show. Every single show this, this uh, summer. I want to talk my two favorite things. I want to talk some basketball as well. I think if you know me, if you listen to Out of Bounds, you know that I enjoy some basketball. So we will talk round ball as well, but we will also talk a significant amount of football on this show, on the Kelly Graham show. And I want to start with a few things that I've noticed, a few trends I've noticed in college football that can help inform us a bit as to what's going to happen in 2018. All right. I have three trends here. I'll try to get to all of them. The first one I think is, is the most interesting and it pertains to our poll. Again, the poll on Twitter, how many teams from last year's college football playoff will appear in this year's playoff? And of course, last year's playoff Featured Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Alabama. And if you look back, we've only had four playoffs, right? It was the 2014 season in which it began, um, but it was the 2015 playoff. And that first playoff featured Alabama, Oregon, Florida State, Ohio State. We all remember that. It seems like a long time ago, actually, but it really wasn't too long ago. Ohio State ended up winning that one. But Alabama appeared in that playoff, right? Of course they did. Alabama. They're always there. 2016. Alabama was back. We we remember that playoff. It It was Clemson's first rendezvous in the college football playoff. It was Clemson, Bama, Michigan State, and Oklahoma. In 2017, Bama was back, but so was Clemson. Then Ohio State returned. Washington was in that playoff. And then last year, Clemson and Bama both were back, and you added Oklahoma for a second time, and then Georgia making their first appearance. So that's the question. How many of these teams from last year's playoff will be in this year's. And I think when we look at history, one thing we can look at from our our small sample size, yes, but I think it's a safe bet to say Bama's going to be there. I I think you have to assume Alabama's going to make the playoff. And I know that's, you know, that's a little presumptuous. It's only May, but with that apparatus, with what they return, of course, you have the quarterback discussion there, which could throw a wrench into what's happening in Tuscaloosa. But I think from what this trend shows us, from what history shows us, Alabama will be in that playoff. We can assume. So when you're looking at the poll and you're, you're asking yourself, okay, how many teams from the 2018 playoff will make the 2019 playoff? I think you have to say at least one. Trend, history, it all tells us that at least one team from the last year's playoff will make next year's. Now, the last three years, the 16 playoff, the 17 playoff, the 18 playoff, two teams made it from each of those playoffs into the next one both Clemson and Alabama. So I understand the votes as well. When you say 75%, the the voters on Twitter, 75% say that two teams will make it. I think that's a safe bet too. I mean, we've seen it. The last three playoffs, both Clemson and Alabama have repeated and made the next playoff. Is that sustainable? How long can that keep going? Of course, that's the big question and we'll see. But I think a statement you can take to the bank, a fact that you know heading into the 2018 college football season, at least one team from last year's playoff will be in this year's playoff. Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, or Alabama. And of course, as as history tells us, Alabama most likely will be that team that is the safest bet. I think Clemson is also a very safe bet. It's a very safe bet. Uh, we know what Clemson's returning. We know how Clemson has dominated their league. Alabama, of course, has the the added caveat of having Georgia in that league. And I just don't know if, like, a, like someone said on Twitter, let me find that tweet for you in the response. Jason said it perfectly. He said, I answered three, but two is probably a smarter answer. Has to set up just right for Bama and Georgia to both get in. It's going to be hard for Clemson not to make it though. Toughest game is the ACC championship game, but Miami doesn't quite have the juice for Clemson. Now will Clemson face Miami again? We'll see. I think it's possible, right? And you still have some tough road tests for Clemson at A and M and at Florida State. But his point, his point holds truth there that it's going to be tough for two SEC teams to make it again, even if the SEC is "quote unquote" the greatest conference in the world. It's it's you know God's gift to football, God's gift to Earth, right? We know that it's still going to be tough to duplicate that. So I think two. Is, is the safe answer in that you, you're looking at Clemson and you're looking at that at the SEC champion, whether it's Alabama or Georgia. But what we know, what history tells us, is at least one we'll get, but we'll get back. We'll get back to the, to the playoff. And another fun caveat with the playoff, the only seeds that have won a national championship are the four seeds and the two seeds in the playoff. The one seed has never won a championship. So do you even want to be the one seed? I don't know. History tells us you want to be the two or the four. Ohio State was the four seed in 2015. Bama was the two seed in 2016. Clemson, the two seed in 2017. And then Bama, the four seed in 2018. So even if you do make the playoff, if, if your team's in there, I think you're hoping for a two or a four seed. We know that heading into 2018. Another thing we know, another fact that we can, we can see, another trend we can see in college football is this idea of how difficult it is to win four straight conference titles. It's incredibly difficult. And I know if you're a Clemson fan, you're listening to me right now and you're thinking, Kelly, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that this Saturday morning. I'm trying to have a nice Saturday morning. I'm driving around with the kids. I'm doing whatever. I'm running errands. Don't tell me Clemson's not going to win its fourth straight ACC title. I'm not really looking at Clemson in this. I I stand by my statement that it's very, very difficult to win four straight conference titles. But I'm kind of looking at the Big 12 when I say that. I'm looking at Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And there are two programs that are going for their four straight conference titles this year. Clemson is one of them in the ACC, having won the league in 2015, 16, and 17. Oklahoma is the other, having won the league in 2015, 16, and 17. So both those schools are going for their four straight conference titles. It's never happened in the Big 12. The Big 12 is only about 22 years old, but a team has never won four straight titles in the Big 12. Oklahoma did it, uh, won three straight in the early 2000s. In the ACC, it hasn't happened since Florida State, you know, ran the league in the 90s when they earned a share of eight straight titles. That was unprecedented, right? And that won't happen again. But still, in the modern era, since we've instituted the conference championship game, four straight titles hasn't happened. In the SEC, it happened back in the early 90s. Florida won four straight from 93 to 96. But since then, it hasn't happened. And the trend here that is really interesting is last year, Alabama was going for their fourth straight conference title. They were poised to do it. They had won three in a row. Georgia came in and said, no, not today, not this year. We're going to win this one. And Georgia won their first title in 15 years. So when you look at history, the Big 12 or the Big 10 and in the Pac-12 are very similar as well. No one's done it since the championship game's been instituted. But the last time a team won at least a share of four straight titles in the Big 10 was from 74 to 77. Ohio State did it. It is extremely difficult to win four straight titles. And that's why I think another thing we know, another thing that you can take to the bank for this college football season in 2018 is that we will have a new champion in either the Big 12 or the ACC. And many experts, especially people around here, are thinking, not the ACC. I mean, that league is Clemson's to win. We know that. We know that. But we also know it's very difficult to win four in a row and no dynasty is ever safe. But when you look at the Big 12, I think a lot of people would feel comfortable saying there's going to be a new champion in the Big 12. Oklahoma might do it again. Lincoln Riley is, is an up-and-comer. We know how good he is, but it's only his second year. And you lose a guy like Baker Mayfield, who you just cannot replace. You can't, replug him, you can't plug and play. You can't replace him that, that easily. We saw it at Clemson. You can't just replace Deshaun Watson. It's very difficult to do. So uh, one thing you can take to the bank, like I said, there's going to be a new champion in, in one of the five major conferences, the Big 12 or the ACC, because one of these teams will not win four in a row. It's so difficult to do. And then finally, this is a fun one. This is kind of a, I'm going to call this a Timberray stat. This this stat has a little Timberray in it. And I would never <laughs> assume that I have, uh, you know, that I can put out a stat worthy of Timberay. But this one is a little Timberay-esque. When you look at the Heisman Trophy, now we know the Heisman Trophy Every year we head into it and we think anyone could win it, right? Anyone could win the trophy this year. When we look at trends, we look at history. There have been a certain amount of seasons in between running backs winning this trophy. In 1999, Ron Dane, the great Dane from Wisconsin, he won it in 1999, running back. It took six years for Reggie Bush to win it in 2005, allegedly, right? Because he kind of had to vacate that one. But (laughs) Reggie Bush won it in 05. It took four years after that for running back to win it in 2009, Mark Ingram. And it took six years again after that for Derrick Henry to win the Heisman Trophy in 2015. Do we see a trend? Six, four, six. So according to that trend, which again, this is a Timber trend, we won't have a running back win the trophy until 2019. This year's 2018. What this trend tells us is a quarterback's going to win this thing. And that's puzzling to me because when I look at The Heisman odds, when I look at these quarterbacks coming back this year, I don't really see an elite quarterback. I see a lot of really good running backs. And so it makes sense to me that a running back would be the favorite to win this trophy. But trend, history tells us, it's going to be a quarterback. We'll see. I think this is going to be a really fun storyline to watch throughout the 2018 college football season. Right now, as of May, three of the top four favorites to win the Heisman Trophy are running backs. The top two favorites... Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, and J.K. Dobbins of Ohio State, those are your top two favorites to win the running back, to win to win the Heisman Trophy, excuse me, and they're both running backs. So history tells us it's going to be a quarterback. Common sense tells us it's probably going to be a running back. We'll follow that one throughout the college football season. I can't wait to see how that unfolds. But again, go vote in our poll. I tried to make my case. I think the the, the good vote here is two, how many teams from last year's Playoff will appear in this year's playoff. I think the answer is two. 75% say two on the poll. Go vote at Kelly Gramlich. 22% say three. 2% one. And then 1% zero. That's a bold pick right there to say none of those teams are going to return. That is a bold pick, but I respect it. I respect it. So go vote in the poll. You can vote throughout the show today. Uh, we're going to head out, take our first break. Next segment, we're going to talk with Clemson Tiger, former Clemson Tiger, uh, all, tournament, all Midwest region team in the NCAA tournament. Gabe DeVoe. We're going to talk with him when we we return. This is the Kelly Gramlich Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back in a moment.
0: If you're traveling over the holiday weekend, rest assured knowing that from May 16th to May 29th, you can get a $50 or $70 reward card after submission with the purchase of four new select BF Goodrich tires. But there's more to Memorial Day than just a much needed three day weekend. Take a moment to honor our troops. Get to Steve's Tire and Service Center and easily, or call them at 859-1361. See bfgoodrichtires.com forward slash promo for details. A full list of qualified tires. Offer expires May 25th, 2018, boardwire approved.
2: For Mother's Day, treat her to a day of relaxation and rejuvenation at Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's best spa five years in a row. Their staff can restore her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private environment. Select from the one day or mini holiday packages, the Modern Mama or Ladies' Day in packages, or Lilia Day Spa can create something special for her. A gift certificate is ideal for Mother's Day and shows her you care. 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson, Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's premier spa. What if there was a paint that made you look at paint differently? One that completely rewrote paint's genetic code so it can strengthen any color? What if it's built with better ingredients, even given superpowers? Since Benjamin Moore reinvented the way paint is made, it makes you wonder, is it still paint? Benjamin Moore, paint like no other. The Carter Color Company, 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson. Your
0: independent, local Benjamin Moore paint retailer. We're here at the train heating and air conditioning testing facility to see how unstoppable their products really are.
3: All right, well, I don't like this one at all.
0: Okay, inside this climate chamber, it's raining incredibly hard on this train AC unit. It's five to six inches of water an hour, actually. Apparently, this room also does icy rain, but I'm definitely not sticking around for that. I'm completely soaked, but this machine doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. Clearly, it's hard to stop a train. During the Train Unstoppable event, now through May 31st, buy a qualifying train system from Pittman Heating and Air and choose special financing for 48 months or up to a $1,000 train-in allowance on a qualifying new train system. Visit pitmanac.com or call 864-606-3769 for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. That's pitmanac.com. Subject to credit approval. License number M1646. Train, the most reliable heating and cooling brand. If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details the Clemson Tigers Network. One of the best rivalries in the ACC gets underway this weekend at Dunn-Kingsmore Stadium. Clemson will take on Florida State in a three-game series with Saturday's first pitch at 6.30 p.m., Sunday at 4 p.m., and Monday at 7 p.m. Hear all the action right here on the Clemson Tigers Network.
2: Catch all the action this season from first pitch to the last out right here on WCCP 105.5 The Roar.
0: The Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The Roar.
1: Welcome back to the Kelly Gramlich Show. We're going to get to my interview with Gabe DeVoe. The interview segment on the Kelly Gramming Show every week is brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca where separation is the preparation. There's no better way to start your summer morning than with a four, six, or ten count box of Chick-fil-A chicken minis. Chicken nuggets settled in warm, mouth-watering mini yeast rolls lightly coated with a honey butter spread. I'm hungry now. That's deli- That sounds so good. From 6.30 to 10.30 a.m. Served every morning at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. And also, there's some big news coming from Chick-fil-A. For a limited time only, grab a 10-count chicken mini all day. You heard me right. All day. Available only at Chick-fil-A of Clemson, Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Also, try their newest seasonal item, Frosted Sunrise, available through June 2nd. The Creamy and Tart Treat, a combination of chick fil a signature vanilla ice dream and simply orange juice. A perfect snack Uh, you can enjoy anytime during the day. Also, download the Chick-fil-A mobile app. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line by simply ordering through your phone. You'll have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be saved for easy ordering on future visits. Earn points on the app toward free treats like the Frosted Sunrise. Ordering made simple at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Seneca. Simply visit one.chickfil-a.com to download the app and start earning free Chick-fil-A. All right, John, let's get to my Gabe DeVoe interview. I started off asking him, uh, the first question was asking him to reflect on the Tigers' season, and then we talk about a lot more. So let's get to that interview.
3: I have just been thinking about it uh, with my friends and things like that. It was was a special year, especially for the team, program, uh, myself individually. Just uh, a lot of hard work paying off, and it was great to see it happen in my senior year.
1: Let's start with the NCAA tournament because I think... Throughout your four years, and we'll get to, especially that freshman you're going into now, because I'm so interested with that, but for your whole time at Clemson, I think you'll be remembered most for those three games in that NCAA tournament. I would say the three, the best three-game stretch of your career. What do you think when I say that? Was that the best three-game stretch of your career?
3: Uh, probably so, especially uh, in a moment in which it happened uh, in the tournament. You know, it was special. I was shooting the ball at a high level and uh, being pretty efficient. I was just trying to do everything I could to help my team win.
1: Heading into the tournament, you had just had that tuss- tough loss to Virginia up in New York, up in Brooklyn. You'd get New Mexico State in the draw, and you have Selection Sunday and all that. What were your first thoughts, and really the team's first thoughts? I know you guys were a confident bunch because of the season you had, but what were your first thoughts with that first matchup with New Mexico State?
3: Uh, yeah, I think going into the tournament, the morale and the confidence of the team was was pretty high. Uh, I actually liked the the pot we got put in, uh, and we figured it would be a tough First-round game, but uh, I liked our four-seed in Auburn to match up against them. So I think it played in our favor having that being in that pot.
1: What did you like about the matchup with Auburn? Now, obviously, you enjoyed the New Mexico State matchup. You went for 22. But what did you like about that Auburn matchup initially? Uh,
3: I mean, just we had seen them before uh, down in Charleston. And uh, seen them on film, we uh, thought we could match up well against them. And uh, that game, we had a great defensive plan going in, and it really showed
1: Let's talk about the Auburn game because that's one of the games that Clemson fans are going to remember from this season. Up 43-19 at the half. When could you tell in that game? It had to have been early on. When could you tell that it was just kind of a different night for you specifically shooting the ball?
3: Uh, Actually, it was frustrating because I got into some early foul trouble. So uh, I didn't even play that much in the first half. I only think I played like 23 minutes that game. But uh, just... In the second half, I mean, it, the first half, when I seen a couple shots go in, uh, the basket got really big. Uh, and in the beginning of the second half, I knew I was going to come out aggressive because uh, I had said a while in the first half. And those first couple shots went in. And it, was, it was just a great night.
1: Did Coach Brownell say anything to you when you pulled that shot literally from the logo? Did he say anything to you with that one?
3: <laughs> nah, he doesn't really say anything about uh, my shot selection. Uh, at the time, I didn't even realize I was that deep until, like, after the game, uh, a couple people tagged me in the video, and I seen that I was literally on the, uh, the logo. So that was pretty cool.
1: You bring up shot selection. How <laughs> has that evolved for you at Clemson? I would imagine as a freshman, maybe you didn't have as much of a green light as you did as a senior. Is that safe to say?
3: Yeah. Um, I don't really think my shot selection has changed more so my freedom. I have the uh the freedom to take those shots and uh play without having play without worrying, I guess. Just uh playing free. And that really uh helped me out uh this year.
1: The kind of mindset you had in that Auburn game where again the rim just looks huge. The basket looks huge. Can you give me a few games start your career where the basket looked the biggest, where you just felt like anything could go in?
3: I remember uh early on in the year, it was a non conference game, I think it was Texas Southern, uh I came out, hit a couple of tough shots, uh, that was a big game. Uh, I don't think I shot the ball that well, but just because of the, uh, the energy and the, the arena, the North Carolina game, that was a fun game. And uh, also the Pit game, I think I hit like seven threes that game. So that was another game where it uh, really felt good.
1: Back to Auburn, just for a second. When did you realize, obviously you beat them by 31, that's a huge win, and a win that not many people expected with the lopsidedness of the margin. When did it hit you after that game that Clemson was sweet 16 bound?
3: Uh, I like guess as soon as we, uh, really, the la- when I seen Lyles and Isaac in the game, at the end of the Auburn game, it really hit me. Uh, I remember... Telling them to move down the bench to make sure they got in, so that was a special moment seeing those guys playing the tournament, uh, and then just getting in the locker room and celebrating with all your guys. Uh, that was a special moment for me.
1: When did you turn your attention to Kansas? You got to celebrate, you got to enjoy the moment. But when did you realize, okay, we have Kansas, Kansas next, a number one seed in the Sweet Sixteen? When did you turn your attention to that game?
3: Um, the next day, I say I told our video guy, Meat, to send me some film on. Uh, my potential matchups uh, with um, Vic Newman and uh, Devontae Graham. So um, I started watching film on those guys the next day, just trying to get a feel for them.
1: Had you seen Devontae Graham because he's from North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken? Were you familiar with his game?
3: Uh, not really. I think I seen him in, I think, a couple of AAU tournaments when I was younger, but I didn't know him really much going into the game.
1: Okay, speaking of Kansas, I heard some of your quotes before that game. Y'all were saying things to the effect of, we play in the ACC. We're not afraid of a Kansas. After that game, a game in which you had 31, but how did they compare to a typical ACC team, to maybe a Duke or a Carolina?
3: Uh, I mean, they were great. They, they didn't really make, make many mistakes offensively. Uh, I felt like throughout the game, they made shots when they needed the most. Uh, and I don't think defensively they did anything different. We just... Had a couple of uh, bad turnovers early on. Uh, and I also think the, like, the flagrant foul at the end of the first half, then they hit a three, so that was like a five-point swing. I think that really killed the momentum points into the halftime. Uh, and as bad as we were playing in the first half, we still were in the game. Uh, and then the, the first couple minutes of the second half, they uh, hit a couple threes and opened the lead up to 20. But I, think, I really think the, just had a couple bad turnovers in the first half. Uh, and people weren't, I feel like I would I feel like people weren't playing their normal games, but uh, besides that, we were fine.
1: You went for thirty-one in that game. I wouldn't say that was one of your most unconscious games. It wasn't like a Pittsburgh where you're just throwing it in from thirty feet. But you felt good in that Kansas game, did you not?
3: Yeah, I did. Uh, I, mean, I just tried to come out aggressive uh, and try to do anything I could to make let us have a chance to win. Uh, offensively, we didn't really have much going for the team, so I just try to. We'll just back in the game and uh, try to make as many plays as possible.
1: Did you think this could be that March Madness moment? We could get back in this when Shelton threw down that dunk and you guys were in it towards the end. Did you think possibly, was there a little bit in your mind that, hey, we could come back and do this?
3: Yeah, uh, in the second half, even though we got down, I just kept telling the guys, keep fighting, keep chipping away because, uh, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to play with a lead. And uh, they started turning the ball over some. Uh, I think we cut it to, like, six I think we took a couple bad shots on the next possession. But uh I really thought we had a chance. We had and I think the Devontae Graham had a huge rebound. Uh offensive rebound out of the stretch, it really hurt us. I think if we had that rebound, it really would have changed the momentum.
1: With how good Kansas was, you talk about how they didn't really make mistakes. It's a really solid team. When you saw them get whooped by Villanova in the final four, what did you think when you saw that?
3: Uh my I figured Villanova was gonna win it all. Uh they're a great team, and uh, I didn't really, I didn't think Kansas was gonna get uh, blew out that bad. But uh, I mean, Villanova was clicking the entire tournament for the most part, and they, they showed they were the best team in college basketball this year.
1: With the way Nova shoots a three, and the way you shoot the three, do you see kind of this revolution in college basketball—the reliance on the three and how important it's become? Do you think that that's actually a revolution? Is that a term that can be used?
3: Yeah, uh, for sure. Especially uh, these last five five years or so. Uh, I feel like if you want to be on the court, you need to be able to have a, the three ball. That's one through four. And nowadays, the five men can shoot them now. So uh, I really think it really opens up the court for everyone. Uh, and three balls, it's net, it's, everyone needs it.
1: You were all region, all Midwest region with some big names in that region. When you saw you got that honor, I mean, you went for 22, 22, 31. You deserved it. What did you think when you saw that you earned that award?
3: I mean it was pretty cool uh being mentioned with uh those other guys but I mean, it was frustrating at the same time I knew I wasn't going to be playing in uh the lead eight but it was, it was a cool honor uh to go out in the season and uh make a all-region team
1: I want to look back to your freshman year for a second Gabe, because I think it can put this sweet 16 in perspective as a freshman you played over 8 minutes a game about averaged about two points per game. You didn't get to see the floor as much, and you were coming from a high school situation in which you averaged, what, 34? Mm-hmm. So how was that adjustment? I know you've spoken about this, but especially having your perspective now of four years, what did you learn in that freshman season?
3: Uh, I mean, it, was, it was frustrating, uh, especially, I mean, we're playing on a losing team. Uh, and you're not playing, you go from... Great all-american like north carolina play of the year to not playing i think out eight minutes of average i feel like 80 percent came in the last three games of the season <laughs> so i'll probably play like two minutes a game but uh i mean it's frustrating uh and i kind of hurt i got down on myself uh i guess it showed through practice and uh other things because when you're not playing it kind of sakes you back mentally but uh i mean it really helped me grow as a person uh reevaluate my game And uh, just me as a person, and just through my parents and uh, talking to them and other people in my corner, just decided to stick it out.
1: What made you stay? I mean, what made you keep pushing? Because I know some people would transfer in that situation. A lot of guys transfer these days. What made you stay at Clemson?
3: Honestly, I just wanted to stay in the ACC. I figured this is uh, the best, the best uh, conference and level to get you get you prepared for the next level. Next level professionally, so I wanted to stay in the ACC. Uh, Looking back, uh, I don't know. I might have changed changed a few things, but I'm glad I ended up sticking it out.
1: If someone didn't know you, Gabe, and they just saw your numbers, they saw two points per game as a freshman, 14 as a senior, and they asked you, how'd you do it, what would you say?
3: Just confidence. Uh, I'm I'm staying true to myself. And uh, just believing in myself, uh, when I feel like a lot of people didn't, uh, I mean, I knew I could do it, and just to have it pay off in my senior year was special.
1: We live in this kind of one-and-done era. You are a testament to the four-year player. You play freshman year through senior year, and you reap the benefit of that. Do you see yourself as that? As if you stay four years, this is what can happen. Not everyone can be one-and-done, and you showed what you can do if you have four years.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, it helps you grow uh, mentally and physically. It uh, just helps you improve overall. Uh, I really think, I mean, four years, it, it helps you from a maturity standpoint and uh, prepares you for the next level. And uh, I mean, I also don't have to worry about coming back to school. I also have my degree, so that's one thing I can also look back on. You're
1: getting your degree in May. Yeah. Um, what's next for Gabe Devo? What is he looking toward after grabbing that diploma in May?
3: Uh, I mean, I've just been working out. I just recently uh, signed with my agent uh, and just preparing me for getting ready for the next level. Hopefully, I have a couple workouts here coming up soon, and hopefully uh summer league, and I'm going to go from there.
1: Okay, a few more fun questions for you, Gabe. When you think back on, we'll just go with this season because four years is a lot to think back on, but this season, is there one game that stands out to you?
3: Uh, Probably senior night uh, against, I think, Georgia Tech. Uh That was a special night for me. At the time, I had tied my career high again. But uh, not only that, just uh, having all my family there. I think I had like 40 to 50 people there. Just looking up in the stands and seeing them. Seeing how proud they are uh, after the game. Just going out to eat with them. uh, Things like that. Just spending a lot of time with them. uh, And just people that supported me throughout my four years. It was a really special moment for me.
1: Do you have a favorite Coach Brownell moment or story? from the past four years that you can share with us
3: uh i can't think of anything right now
1: what did he what's something he would say if if he was talking to gabe devoe in practice what is something coach brownell would say all the time
3: uh i mean just he would just stay on me especially this year just staying on me about uh leadership leading the leading the younger guys especially having the new faces around just uh my practice habits uh more so you practice how you play so just keeping good practice habits and uh just being a good leader and i try to do that throughout the year
1: over the four years do you have a teammate that you're closest with that you will be in touch with throughout the rest of your life
3: probably uh i mean a few actually um uh, i still talk to rope all the time jordan roper uh still josh uh, dante uh, as somebody i'm gonna be we gonna be friends for a long time uh shelton me and Shelton actually had a relationship before him coming to Clemson, so that's pretty cool to uh not end up room roommates I've seen here, so I mean he's probably my uh, closest friend uh then Marquise as well
1: you bring up Shelton Marquise the younger guys final question for you, Gabe. What do you see for the future of this team? We don't know who's coming back at this point, but I know the future is pretty bright when you make a sweet sixteen how do you see how do you think this team's gonna look moving forward into eighteen
3: nineteen um well, I feel like they should be hungry uh especially with the younger guys getting a taste of what it feels like to win. I feel like they're walking into, like, the perfect situation because uh, it, it hasn't always been like this. Uh, so they get a good taste of, like, uh, a winning culture and uh, what it takes to win, just learning how to win. And I think there's uh, a big thing at this level, just learning how to win because uh, it's tough every night uh, in the ACC. And I think they got a good taste of that. So just they should have a lot of confidence going into next year. And I really expect uh, – big years out of all
1: four and that was Gabe DeVoe he gave us like 15 minutes I mean that was just so generous of him to give us that much time but I really enjoyed that interview I hope you guys did as well we're gonna recap the interview on the other side break it down a bit a few of my favorite points that Gabe made of course I love his point about the three-point revolution so we'll get to that in our final segment coming up after this Discover easy ordering and pick up with the new mobile app from Chick-fil-A. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line by simply ordering through your phone. You'll also have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be saved for easy ordering on future visits. And every time you order with the app, you start earning credits toward free treats. Ordering made easy at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Simply go to 1.chickfila.com acom to download the app and start earning free treats today.
2: What if there was a paint that made you look at paint differently? One that completely rewrote paint's genetic code, so it can strengthen any color? What if it's built with better ingredients, even given superpowers? Since Benjamin Moore reinvented the way paint is made, it makes you wonder, is it still paint? Benjamin Moore, paint like no other. The Carter Color Company, 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson. Your independent, local Benjamin Moore paint retailer. Does your home
0: have wall cracks, uneven floors, or doors and windows that are sticking? These are all signs that a foundation problem is stealing value from your home. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 475-1671. We know your home is your number one investment, and we can help protect it. Don't wait for a foundation problem to get worse. If you have sagging floors or cracks in your sheetrock, call Canty Foundation Specialist. 475-1671 or visit us at cantyfoundationsc.com. Hi, folks. Quark here. I'll tell you about our friends at harrys.com. You know about the Harry shave that is the best on the market. It's close. It's smooth. It's comfortable. I've been using Harry's for years, and I'm never going back. The founders were tired of paying up for overpriced razors like behind drugstore cases, so they fixed that by offering a simpler option. An exceptional quality shave at a fair price. For just $2 for every replacement cartridge, less than half the price of Gillette Fusion Pro Shield, you too can enjoy a hairy shave. Plus... They're offering a 100% quality guarantee, and there's no subscription required. For a limited time only, Harry's got a special offer just for you. Get $5 off a shave set from Harry's with the code OOB at harrys.com. That means a trial set that comes with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and travel cover can be yours for just $3 and free shipping when you use the code OOB at harrys.com. Again, that's harrys.com. Don't forget that code, OOB. If you were thinking about buying or selling a home or a place to start a new business or you need some acreage, then you need to call Coldwell Banker Hugh Durham and Associates. Hugh Durham has been in business for over 45 years, a member of IPTA for 54 years, and he has the same dedication to Clemson Athletics as he has to his business. Put the dedicated and experienced experts to work for you. Call Coldwell Banker Hugh Durham at 225-3788 or online at cbhdpros.com and get ready to be treated like family.
1: Chick-fil-A introduces its newest seasonal menu item, Frosted Sunrise, which is available for a limited time only through June 2nd. The creamy and tart treat is a combination of Chick-fil-A's signature vanilla ice cream and Simply Orange juice. Frosted Sunrise combines simple but flavorful ingredients into a tasty treat that customers can enjoy throughout the day. It's all day at Chick-fil-A. Stop by Chick-fil-A of Clemson or Seneca to try the new delicious Frosted Sunrise through June 2nd and tell them Kelly sent you.
0: The
2: Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The
1: Roar. And we're back. Final segment of the Kelly Gramlich Show this morning. On this Saturday morning, you can hear us every Saturday throughout the summer right here on WCCP 105.5 The Roar and online WCCPFM.com. Com. again thank you to gabe for joining me there we get a text on the text line you can text us feel free to text us throughout the show 986-1566 matt in the big brown truck gets in he says great interview kelly enjoying the show congrats but he also says that this weekend he is matt not in the big brown truck because it's the weekend hashtag weekend so enjoy your weekend matt uh, you don't have to get back into the big brown truck until monday but thank you for listening and thank you for the kind words about the interview a few things from that interview with Gabe. Uh, I liked his comments about the three-point revolution, as I call it. That might be a little bit of a generous term, but I think you can't deny what you've seen in the game, in college basketball specifically, and in the NBA. I mean, look at what the Rockets did at the Jazz last night. But the the need and the uh, accentuated... Uh, Value of the three-point shot. And what Gabe said, I think his quote was, if you want to be on the court, you need to be able to shoot the three. And that's kind of how it's become in college basketball. When you look at the Tigers this past year, all four guys, besides Eli Thomas, really, their starting five, everyone could shoot the three. Mark Donnell was a huge addition to that team because of his ability to space the floor and shoot the three. Scara was in there for defensive purposes, of course, and Dante Grantham would have played more if he hadn't gotten injured, and we know he could shoot the three well. But the importance of the three, it's not going away. The three-pointer's not going away. I've made that, my, my opinion on that, very clear on Out of Bounds throughout the week. So you're going to hear that also on the Kelly Gramlick Show, that the three-pointer is here to stay. I also liked how Gabe said that Coach Brownell basically never said he couldn't shoot a shot. Never, never criticized him for shooting a shot that he didn't like. That he had the ultimate green light from Coach Brownell. As a shooter myself, back in the day, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, that a coach would give Gabe DeVoe the ultimate green light. And honestly, I mean, the way he played, the way he played his senior year, he absolutely deserved that green light and made the most of it. I think back to the three he made against Auburn in the second round of the tournament when he literally shot that ball from the logo. I asked him about that in the interview, and he said coach was fine with it. He was fine with it because he knew that was in Gabe's range. I mean, that was a good shot for him. Not a good shot for everybody, of course. But a good shot for Gabe DeVoe. And then Gabe ended the interview talking about the future of this program of uh, Marquise Reed and Shelton Mitchell. And we know right now that Marquise Reed and Shelton Mitchell have declared themselves eligible for the draft. They're going to go through the process. They're going to talk with agents, talk with scouts, kind of get their draft grades and figure out if they want to declare. The deadline for them, for Mitchell and Reed, is June 11th. That is the NBA draft early entry entrant withdrawal that's that's how they worded it on their website seems like a weird way to word it but they have until June 11th and so we, we really won't know much right now I looked back on uh Jerron Blossom game when he said he was coming back to Clemson and that was on May 26th so I would imagine end of May is when we'll find out if Shelton Mitchell and Gabe and um excuse me uh Marquise Reader returning to Clemson if they both are returning, if one of them is returning, I would imagine right now, if I had to speculate, at least one of those guys will return. I, I would be shocked if both of them left, if both of them went on and tried to test the professional waters. I think they're both gonna make solid pros, whether that's in the in the NBA, in the G League or overseas. They both have a future professionally in basketball. There's no doubt about that. But do they do they think it's worth it to go out now and go test those waters or come back play one more season for Clemson, try to do something special with this team, really cement their legacy here at Clemson, and then move on. We'll see uh, what happens there with Marquise Reed and Shelton Mitchell. We'll keep you posted on that right here on WCCP and, of course, on the Kelly Gramlich Show. Marquise Reed with his nearly 16 points per game last year. You just can't replace that. I mean, that would be huge if he comes back, if he comes back for Clemson. And then Shelton Mitchell, 12 points per game, three and a half assists. He led the team in assists. We know how important Shelton Mitchell was down the stretch, especially in tournament play. And you're going to lose Gabe DeVoe. You're going to lose Dante Grantham. You know that. You're going to lose those guys to graduation. They both have done a lot for the program. And, of course, you lose David Scara, who's turning, who's choosing to go play professionally. And then you lose Mark Denell to graduation as well. So a lot of guys to replace. No doubt about that. But the young guys, I think... Are are hungry and ready to step up, and Coach Brownell's going to have them ready. And of course, if you do get Reed and Mitchell back, that's an absolute double bonus for Clemson. Double bonus. And Brownell talked about that at Prowl and Growl, which was this Wednesday in Greenville, and he basically said, uh, right now is when it really gets started for them with with uh, scouts and, and draft grades and all that. So when they would go meet with, with a pro team and sit with, down with them and talk, that will happen in the next few weeks. So again, don't expect a decision or an announcement from Shelton Mitchell and Gabe DeVoe as to if they're returning or not until maybe end of May, very early June. We'll keep you posted on that. I want to get, before we head out today and, and wrap up the first ever Kelly Grammick show, I want to get to a little Kentucky Derby. But first... This show today is brought to you by our good friends over at Local Q. The place to connect for beer, barbecue, and board games in the upstate 30 Orchard Park Drive in Greenville right off Haywood Road. You can't miss it. Stop by Local Q for the massive draft beer selection, uh, delicious appetizers and starters, hearty barbecue and entrees, and of course the board games and other games such as cornhole, ping pong, pool, shuffleboard, and darts. Local Q also has a new event space. It can be rented out for corporate events, wedding events, birthdays, you name it. Great food and drinks for everyone. The private room has a full bar and TVs so you can watch any kind of sporting event. Get $100 off your next event at Local Q in their new event space when you mention my name, Kelly like Also visit their website, localq.com, or give them a call, 864-288-6873. Thanks to Local Q for being a part of the Kelly Gramlich Show. All right, today is a big day. Today is a big day in sports. It is the 144th Kentucky Derby. And the, the Derby will start... This evening, close to 7 o'clock Eastern, 6.50 is what I've seen as the official start. And sadly, we've actually seen some rain in the forecast for Louisville, so that could make it a little muddy up there for the horses and for the Derby. I've actually been to the Derby. I went to the 2014 Kentucky Derby, so I guess that was the 140th. But it's a really fun experience. It's definitely a bucket list item. And so I feel I'm a tad bit more qualified to talk about the Derby, maybe than some other people, because I've actually been... Uh, do I really know much about horse racing? That's up for you to decide, but I've been. So, hey, I think that makes me a little qualified. Uh, but you, it's going to feature 20 horses, as it always does in the Derby. And uh, race coverage will begin at 2.30 on NBC. Again, the post time is scheduled for 6.46. That's the official time. 6.46 Eastern. 80% chance of rain in Louisville today. A high near 70 could be a sloppy or muddy track. Last year, we had some rain, so you're kind of used to that if you've been watching the Derby. We have some favorites, the favorites for the Derby. Right now, the main favorite is Justify, the horse Justify at seven to two. After that, you have Mendelssohn at five to one. My Boy Jack, It's a good name, at five to one. Audible, six to one. Uh, Bolt Dioro, I believe, eight to one. Good Magic, eight to one. Magnum Moon, 13 to 1, and Vino Rosso at 18 to 1. Those are kind of your less than 20 to 1 favorites. Those are the ones you probably want to bet on, I would imagine. But the fun fact I promised you about the Derby, this blew me away. I was doing some research on the Derby this morning, trying to get up-to-date odds and all that stuff. And this absolutely (laughs) blew me away about this Kentucky Derby. There's a horse. His name is Scat Daddy. That's his name. He's not in the Derby, but his effect on the Derby is insane. He'll become the first horse in 95 years to produce four starters in one Kentucky Derby. He is the father of four horses in this Derby. All of his kids, all of his kids are racing today in the Kentucky Derby. That's one fifth of the field. This man has produced this man. He's a horse. This horse has produced one fifth of the field in the Kentucky Derby today. Four of his sons will make the gate. Justify is one of them who is the main favorite today. Uh, Justify same. His owner was the owner of American Pharaoh as well. So big favorite there. Mendelssohn is another one of his sons. Flame away. He's a Canada bred horse. He's at 30 to one and then combatant. At 50-1 to one is a long shot. But those are the four sons of Scat Daddy that are going to be in the Kentucky Derby today. Maybe you take all four. Maybe you just bet on Scat Daddy's offspring and see what happens in the Derby today. It's going to be fun to watch. Always, the Derby, no, no one really follows horse racing all year. I mean, there's some people, of course, but it's, it's just an American event, an American phenomenon to come and watch the Kentucky Derby on that Saturday in May, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to it tonight. I want to give you real quick at the end of every show in the Kelly Grammick show this summer, we're going to do a top five list of sorts. It can be anything. It can be random. I just, I really enjoy kind of a fun top five list to end the show with my top five list today, top five Kentucky Derby winner names, my five favorite names of past Kentucky Derby winners. And again, we've had 143 Kentucky Derbies, So there's a lot of names. So if I missed your favorite horse, I apologize. But here's my top five names. Number five, the 1985 champion, Spend a Buck. I think that is very ironic because I know you're spending a lot more than a buck to race this horse. But I like that name, Spend a Buck. That's the fifth best name for me. The fourth best name, Kentucky Derby winner names, Jet Pilot in 1947, right after World War II. Maybe a you know a tribute to that. I thought that was a great name, and of course a Speedy name connotes some speed there for jet pilot at number four uh in 1968 the winner of the derby forward pass and i think that's ironic because in 1968 football wasn't really uh featuring a lot of forward passes it was a lot of uh option football a lot of pound and ground that kind of game so to have forward pass in 1968 i appreciate the irony there my second favorite name american pharaoh from 2015 the triple crown winner that is such a good name for a horse. American Pharaoh. I love that name. And of course, went on to win the Triple Crown back in 2015. And then my favorite name, my favorite Kentucky Derby, Derby winner name of all time, which was difficult because there were so many to choose. The 1918 champion. We're going way back. We're going 100 years ago. The Exterminator. I love that name for a horse. And he was an underdog, 30 to 1 odds, and won the 1918 Kentucky Derby so, way to go, Exterminator. Those are my top five. Top five Kentucky Derby winner names Spend a Buck, the 1985 winner, Jet Pilot in 1947, Forward Pass, a little football name, in 1968, American Pharaoh in 2015, and The Exterminator in 1918. That top five list was brought to you by Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. Steve's Tire and Service is locally owned an operated longtime partner here at WCCP for over 40 years they've taken great care of their customers providing tires brakes front alignments and more they now offer a full line of automotive and truck accessories toolboxes anything you need to keep your vehicle on the road they're an authorized dealer for bf goodrich michelin and yokohama tires Names you can trust. The same family has owned and operated Steve's Tire for all these years, and that's very important in today's here, now, and gone tomorrow world. Take it from me, you can't go wrong when you take your car, truck, van, or SUV to Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. 109 Peachtree Street in Easley between 123 and 93. Give them a call today at 864-859-1361. That's Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. And I really appreciate Engineered Sleep, Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Seneca, Local Q and Steve's tire and service and easily for coming on and supporting this show. I really appreciate that. I appreciate everybody who listened today. It's been a fun one, a fun first show. We're going to do a lot more of these this summer. I can't wait to keep it going. Um, And again, that Kentucky Derby, it's going to be fun tonight. That's my top five list. I would say justify. He's the favorite. I might, I might go with justify, uh, but it's definitely going to be fun to watch. And I want to give you a final update on our poll, our poll we had for the show today. I'm going to try to do a poll every Saturday for every show. And we'll see you back next Saturday as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But our poll today was how many teams from last year's college football playoff will appear in this year's playoff. We talked about the playoff extensively in that first segment. Uh, The final votes, we had close to 400 votes. If you want to keep voting, I kept it up for a little while after the show. So keep voting at Kelly Like 74% say two teams will make it. From last year's playoff, 22% say three, 3% one, and 1% zero. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for interacting on Twitter and the text line and for tuning in on your radio and on WCCPFM.com. We're going to have this show podcasted on the website very soon. Also, the interview with Gabe DeVoe. Just stay tuned on Twitter and on WCCPFM.com for all that. Thanks again to Gabe. Thank you to all the sponsors and upper management. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you next Saturday
0: safely in the Priority One studios. We are WCCP, Clemson
3: Greenville. 105.5 The Roar.